My friends, we're here. This is it. This is the ending of the endings. Attack on Titan. The final chapters review. The definitive one you have, I'm sure, been waiting for. I can't believe we're here. It, uh, it's crazy. We started this podcast years ago at this stage. Um, I could really ramble on and on about how far we've come and the milestones we've crossed. Um, but I'm not going to do that right now. I think maybe, you know, we'll get nostalgic and, you know, all melancholy about it towards the end of the year. Maybe when we do like our top five episode or something like that. Um, but this is, you know, (laughs) sincerely a huge episode. Um, this is, this is like the, this is it. This is the main course. This is what we've been waiting for. Um, I really want to give a big shout out to the comic book shop at 128 Bank Street in Ottawa. Find them at thecomicbookshop.com or on Instagram at comicbookshopbank. They spell shop, S-H-O-P-P-E. They've been sponsoring us for coming up on a year now, supporting the show, bringing us to your ears. If you like what you're listening to, if you've been a fan of our show, chances are you'd be a fan of their store. They've obviously got comics, but they've got manga, figurines, they've got magic cards, they've got plush toys, um, Gundam build kits, other kinds of build kits. If you're into this, you'll be into them. Um, God, I, I could ramble forever, but well, you've seen how long the show is. So we already did that. Um, we get in depth, you know, obviously spoiler warning, we're talking about the ending of one of the, uh, biggest anime on the planet. And, uh, you know, considering it crashed every streaming service it was hosted on, I don't think that's hyperbole. So, uh, for the last time, get ready, uh, and here we go. Attack on Titan. Oh, hey there, Grant. Hello, David. Are you ready to give your heart? One last time. (laughs) (laughs) The final battle is here. We're here. I can't believe it, my guy. We made it. It doesn't feel real. Like, it really doesn't. This is a... It's surreal that we made it, that we watched it, that we're here talking about it. Um, I'm sure I will have done, or the audience will have heard the intro, but... uh, this is it, man. This is maybe, I, you know, I don't want to rule anything out. Who knows? We might do a rewatch episode at some point or maybe like a series retrospective at some point. Mm-hmm. But this feels like the pinnacle. This feels like the peak of Everest. Yeah, we might, we, we might not even come back next week. Who knows? Like, uh, stick yeah. around and see. <laughs> if, if we're back next week, then you know we decided to stick with it. But Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> this, uh, this could be it. I, you know... We started the podcast for Attack on Titan when we thought they were doing their last season, I don't know, 13 seasons ago, and uh, and we're finally here, we made it, um, delays and leaks and uh, studio changes aside, we're here, I think we're thrilled, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. I, you know, I, I made I feel it... good, do you feel good? I feel great, man. Um, yeah, okay. I... Uh, well, maybe we could talk about spoilers later. I mean, obviously, the one thing I'll say, you know, this is your one and only warning. Sure. And, you know, take note of the title of the podcast you're listening to. We're going to talk about the ending of Attack on Titan, the finale, the lost chapters, part two. We're, I'm not going to make any more jokes about the naming uh, 
that they've gone with. But uh, yeah, this is it, okay? The entire ending we're going to discuss. So maybe let's start here, Grant. Um, yeah. You know, when did you watch it? Who'd you watch it with? Where were you? Was it relatively close to the release date? Um, how'd that go? So obviously with Leanna, um, yeah. attempted uh, Saturday night, could not get that to work. Uh, so we, actually, we ended up having to watch it Sunday morning. Um, but, uh, not under great circumstances, not, not, not great circumstances, but, uh, you know, baby nap time, like knew it was 84 minutes. Like, all right, let's just like hope we get like a full two hour nap yesterday and squeeze it in kind of thing. It was a lot of squeaking. There was a lot of squawking that first like 30 minutes. Definitely like on edge of like fucking go to sleep. sleep, (laughs) uh, He eventually settled down and we were able to hammer right through the rest of it. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. How about you? I uh, so I saw it release night Saturday night. I think it came mm. out eight p.m. Yeah. I had a you know had a feeling because uh, we saw Crunchyroll crash a ton throughout season yes. four. Yeah, and I just had a feeling, and so I didn't play myself. I I think I made a good call where you know I was playing Halo at the time anyway. Sure. And so I just in a tab on my PC, I was just like, all right, I'll just go to Crunchyroll and just see if it even loads. You know what I mean? Mm. And it you know. It, it was 8.45, 8.50 by the time Crunchyroll would actually load. And then even by then, I was like, okay, well, can I even get to the video? Sure. And then yeah. does it even start playing? And only when, like, it successfully started playback was, like, was I, like, I was like, okay, I'll stop Halo. I'll get up. I'll go to the couch. So it was probably past 9 p.m. by the time yeah. I turned it on. But, I had, you know, yeah, no spoilers. I had attempted at night. 10. Yeah, I had re-attempted at 10 and still couldn't get still. it. I was like, you know what? Tomorrow. Yeah, I was like, tomorrow. Yeah. Wow, that would drive me nuts. So it was, it was jammed up. It was just, yeah, I just like, you know, put it aside. I was like, don't worry about it. And that's the thing too, like, couldn't watch Free Run, couldn't watch, you know, like, rewatch Jujutsu Kaisen. There's just all this that's stuff true. I could have done. I was like, well, Crunchyroll is just like off the board this weekend. Yeah. Um, or at least that night. But, that's uh, shitty, yeah. eh? <laughs> um, any major spoilers going in? For you? No, I'm very, very, very lucky. I, uh, well done. AOT was pretty much scot-free, I think. At least in season four regard, yeah. Not a boy. You? Um, I, know, I think you and Leanna were, had some back and forth. I think two of you kind of, you know, uh, sussed out a couple sneaky spoilers. Online. Yeah. You know, the timing of mine wasn't too bad. I saw a manga mm. panel of Mikasa you know, like in a the pivotal frame here uh, towards the end, like committing murder and i don't know why i'm afraid to say it but you know what i mean um (laughs) but i saw the look on her face and the sword in her hand as a manga panel and the look on her face they animated it really well in the anime um and i think it's directly obviously out of the manga because it was like months and months ago Mm. um that i saw that but you know between you and i we had talked about it you know we had theory crafted a bit i'd obviously spent a lot of time thinking about what how will this go and i think like mikasa being the one to deal the death below was like at the top of probably a lot of people's prediction lists. I think so, yeah. So that didn't bum me out too much. And it wasn't even confirmation, right? It was just a look sure. on her face that I was like, ah, oh, fuck, that's probably it. Hmm. But as we have discussed, and I think we've discussed it on the pod, you know, Aaron dying kind of felt like a foregone conclusion. You never know, but it felt probable. And I think to me, at least, I'll speak for myself, the question marks were like, but what about everything else? You know, what happens with the rumbling? What about, in particular, I think I was really drawn to the Ymir storyline. Mm-hmm. And 
Aaron's free will or lack thereof. Like, I wanted to know his side of the story, right? Did he have agency? Mm -hmm. And we're going to talk about all that. But, like, all those, those were the biggest things for me, and they were nowhere near spoiled. So, sure, you know, I'll take take it as a W. Yeah, seriously, because you and I were... (sighs) Very delicate, a lot of tiptoeing over the years. Like just, dude, like, had no interest, you know. We've, like, and it was out there. There was a lot of like just foul, like, you know, uh, thread jumping. You know, just people yeah. like, you know, just assassinating the, the fans. Like, oh, here, this, this, and that. Dodged all that. Very, very lucky. So yeah, there's that. There's an angry um, subreddit called Titan Folk. It's similar yeah. to um, there's something folk about the free folk, free, free folk. folk. For, for, they're Game yeah. of Thrones haters, right? Mm-hmm. Um. And they've been around for a while and, you know, we were active in some subreddit discussions and obviously like we have a podcast that we founded based on how much yeah. we like Attack on Titan. And we were pretty brazen and open about like, oh, we've we've, we've never read the manga. Please don't spoil us. So yeah. like we got pretty lucky. I think I we got a couple messages maybe at one point, but I mm-hmm. sussed it out pretty early. I was like, oh, no, this feels like bait. Someone's going to hide a spoiler <laughs> in here. So I didn't even read them. <laughs> but um, uh, no, nah, man, we danced between the raindrops on that shit. Yeah. So we yeah, made successful. it. Successful. We got um, there. Okay. All right. Here we go. <laughs> so here we go. So let let's just start. In general, how how do you feel now that it's over? What is your general uh, feeling about the ending? I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought you know it was one of those moments where. If there's one thing that was kind of affecting the finale for me is there again I think and it might be similar to you is there was so much talk of like the manga the manga fans hated it you guys are everyone's gonna hate it like yeah. you know like it was just it was like one fan base and you know like the manga fans and the anime onlys and it was just you know very you know vague and was kind of like it was like the opposite of like oh this is the art you know like how we got the Shibuya arc around right Kaisen everyone's like hyping it up to all end like this is the one but yeah you guys, it was just this there's just this vague dark corner of the room of like you guys are gonna hate it it's gonna suck like what yeah. you get there you know like we know better and you just get to the end and I think everyone you know I think a majority of the anime only fans of AOT or the viewers is like that was what you're upset about. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was kind of like this moment of like, man, like why did I, like I, I was I was flinching for no reason, you know. Um, so that that was not that it took like the air out of the situation, but you you were it felt like as the the moments were coming to close, you're kind of just like, okay, okay, mm-hmm. oh, it's done, you know. And it was just like kind of like oh, like I, I, maybe I should just focused more like on the little details of kind of like what's like this big thing that everyone's gonna hate, but uh, yeah. I think that was like the only thing that kind of affected my viewing for sure. Um, but again, it was like it was so hyperbolic. Like, it was just like it was like the penultimate moment of like it's here, you know. Yeah. And uh, waiting for that reaction, and I just never got it. And I was like, oh, cool, okay, so this is gonna be awesome to rewatch and you know, yeah. piece it, take it apart. But yeah, how about you? Um, you know, I loved it. I I'm yeah. really sincerely happy, and I you know yeah. I I had so much trepidation about this. I'm so hesitant. I couldn't have said it better myself, you know, with regards to the anime or the manga, you know, that vocal minority that has really been kind of poisoning the the, well. the, the larger <laughs> fan base. Yeah, with this whole yeah. like, oh, you know, just you wait and see type shit. That's pretty, yeah. you know, that's just kind of part and parcel with internet culture, I guess. But sure. I, we're going to talk about, I think, a section. We'll do a whole little roundup mm-hmm. on the internet's reaction and, and the controversy therein. But like, and this is what I kept 
thinking about when I when I later on went to read reactions and you know the community like to see how the community react was reacting I was like you know some people here are disagreeing with each other and with me but like you know without the internet you know what I mean mm-hmm. and and just sitting watching this thing on my couch end after at least five years of my life spending watching it and I know for a lot of people it's a lot longer mm-hmm. it's probably more than that but you know um I'm sitting here. I broke the streak, dude. I cried. Yeah. I cried fucking hard. I mean, hard for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sure. I didn't have like a like one or two man tears dribble down. I I like I I wept at moments. I had misty eyes for probably like thirty minutes on. Yeah, but, like, and just the whole time, it's like ah, oh, fuck, man, like, we're here, you know. And <laughs> like yeah. I do this thing. You know, so I think sometimes I'm in my own head too much. I think a lot of people are like that, right? They're yeah. like, oh, God, don't cry. But sometimes I'm like, no, no, like, let it, like, let something Fuck touch you, David. Yeah, and then I I'll think <laughs> I get in my own head and then I don't cry. And with this, mm. I was like, no, dude, let, just let this shit fucking hit you like a human mm. being. Pretend you can feel for a minute. And, uh, and it did. And, like, it, it really, I don't know. I think, like, you know, Attack on Titan just holds, like, such a place for us. Yeah, as anime fans and for me as like what they have done Isayama has done is so different mm. um, and I really feel like he pulled it off I, I, I sincerely well, do I, yeah I think there's no question that I, I genuinely think that I think that's a general consensus now which is a good feeling yeah you know they're nitpicks and we're gonna get in them yes yeah. Um, but like in the fullness of time, you know, I think about what what's on the list of quote like goaded anime, like you know, for a lot of people, for me obviously, it's like Full Metal Alchemist, and it's like this couldn't be more different from that. But like, it would be truly shocking to me if in five years, Attack on Titan isn't in like that goaded discussion. I think it belongs in that discussion. Oh, you know, absolutely. it's not, it's going nowhere. You know what I mean? Like these criticisms that people do have about it, or the nitpicks, or oh, that didn't quite work for me. Like, that's all well and good. But, like, the story, its execution, um, the message, like, it's just, I think it's too good to not be a part of those discussions. It, it really yeah. is just too good. It's it's in my all-time. It's probably now, I think it's it's my, my all-time. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah dude. Because that was, like, a big thing. We were waiting for the ending, right? Like, you know, I'm not saying the ending could, like, you know, bump it down from, like, 1 to, like, 16 or something like that. Like, that was never going to happen. But, like, you know even like your own personal feelings like you want to know like to call it your number one you want to see it to like have that full package yeah and it's all neatly wrapped up now you know it's uh yeah yeah i love it i'm i'm just i'm so so happy because that was like our worry for like a long time like just land the plane land Land the plane the plane season four was so amazing in its own right you know parts one and two yeah um they all had their own unique quality the journey you and i went on with that show and you know maybe like we have some attachment because we did we started the podcast and you know we were watching it together you mm-hmm. know as friends and you know it was this new journey that we went on and but still i think even that aside like you know season four is was so unique in so many ways and season three and two and one like they all had their own thing you know it's, yeah, I mean, yeah it's it's truly it's truly up top there Pat, like when we started covering it that the show changed seemingly changed what it was about mm. more than halfway through yeah. you know what i mean like they they changed the whole show and it and it just worked i don't know man like okay we gotta start somewhere um yeah let's let's, let, let's maybe start with some of our like favorite parts of just you know whatever happened on screen like how about like favorite moments um sure 
you know, maybe I'll, I'll just, I'll get us going here, Grant. Um, yep. There is, oh God, now I'm blanking. Wait, I've got it right here. Uh, oh yeah. Um, just the first, I think 25 minutes are literally nonstop. Um, yeah, you no do, breaks. you know, they, they weren't bullshitting. Neither were the fans who were talking about, Oh, it's going to be the one of the most, you know, ambitious things done on screen. It's like, okay, I get it. It did look fantastic. I don't think it was the yeah. most groundbreaking thing I've ever seen. Spoiler alert. No, it I was, it was great action, mm-hmm. heavy CG, but definitely finished CG compared to what they've done before. Sure. Um, yeah. But it worked. Like, it was incredibly fun. I loved, um, like, Reiner, like, going kind of full wrestler and fucking people up. Yeah, I loved... drop. there was one drop kick at one point. I, like, I laughed out loud. It was so funny. Like, yeah. Just... <laughs> I mean, the first twist, uh, and, and then I'll, I'll hand it over to you, is, like, again, and maybe the first, I don't know, what, 10 minutes? Is Piek going, yeah, I'm not really Aaron's friend, so I'm not going to sit around and talk about this. Peace. Yeah. And she just goes, yeah. fuck this, I'm out. Yeah, we're we're in the end game. Like I'm gonna act like it is. It's she's such a great character. Oh my god, really fun character. Had some really great moments uh, throughout. Um, what do you got? Some some other favorite moments? Other favorites. You know, I'm sure this is on your list, so maybe we can kind of jump into it now. Huh? But there's the animator who's done all the famous Levi scenes. Yeah, clearly coming back. It was like Wit Studio hopped onto screen for like one minute 30 seconds yeah if if that you know yeah. and just like you know levi kind of uh making his way down like you know uh, it's the ending like sequence. He, one of the he, ending sequences yeah he clears the path for mikasa like they kind of work yes. together in that moment and you always realize like they were both such a force right yeah mm-hmm. and ugh, ugh. it was just Chef's like case. oh shit i was like boom that's like season three that's season two that's season one you know it was just like all the those famous moments like it was straight up it had to have the animation was just not Mappa. Like, I know it was and all that, but, like, it was like, oh, this is someone's, like, signature look being brought yeah. back to the screen, and it looked different from everything else. There, there was a lot of very animation styles, but I think it seems mm-hmm. to be, you know, like, we talked about this a couple weeks ago with Jujutsu Kaisen. There's that one episode where it felt like there was, like, four different animation styles, and, you yeah, know, Mappa... I think, unlike other studios, like if you compare it to Wit or you know Madhouse or you know something, there's there seems to be less of a cohesive look. It seems to be like everyone's style tends to blend in, and you know it's kind of all muddled together. I think we read um, that was like yeah. about like they they were contracting out a lot because they were having sure. resourcing issues uh, as far as Jujutsu Kaisen season yes. one goes. But um, and I kind of felt that in this, but it also felt like a greatest hits thing, where like probably a lot of people came back to yeah. work on it. You know, like at least at the very least, this one animator who's you know like the you know the Kenny and Levi fight the you know the Beast Titan, like all like the major Levi stuff. This one animator came back and did uh. those scenes, so I love that. How about to back to you? What else did you love, dude? Fucking uh, the Hawkeye Ant Man moment. Annie throwing Mikasa. That was <laughs> dope. Yeah. It was, again, a callback to, like, season one of, like, you know, Annie running amok in the forest, right? <laughs> and, like, replicating that scene for good. I was just so, so the, funny. There are a lot of callbacks. I, I have a few, and, um, and like, it's, well, we'll get into them in, like, the cool slash favorite details section. Mm. But, like, God, there's probably so many more. You know what I mean? The rewatch yes. value on the ending, I think, is going to be really high, especially... Um, given you know the context of like these lore bombs they drop on us mm. i think like rewatching season one even and and all the way through is gonna like really recontextualize shit 
Um, yeah, this is gotta do a rewatch soon. Like, yeah, it's I, I've had Attack on Titan on the mind again. Obviously, I, it just came out. And I've been thinking about it, but it's like I think now is the time. While this is like super new and fresh, just to jump back in, you know, one a night kind of thing. And just, yeah, I can't. Uh, I've been thinking about it nonstop too. Yeah, so good. Any um, others? Yeah, the when all the this is kind of like a like a backdoor it's kind of two moments in one mm-hmm. but when when armin goes to the paths and just his back and forth with zeke oh was just yeah two characters i didn't realize i needed to have you know some you know back and forth was those two they do a good job um, just to interject yeah, at good. setting up that scene because yes. zeke greets him as aaron's friend and i think yeah. the viewer you're supposed to be like oh they've never met like they've mm. never had a conversation um and then go ahead you know, and just that, like, them sitting down, and, you know, Arn has the leaf, and then, you know, the shot of Zeke seeing the, oh, a baseball instead of a leaf, and I was just like, you know, you're just, like, fucking convulsing on the couch, and like, this is fucking peak anime, you know, like. And also, uh, the, so, good. so I had the, I had that, that was yeah. fucking awesome, the leaf, mm. and, and the baseball, I love that, but the, the conversation that precedes it really sets the tone, and it's Zeke going on this monologue about the meaning of life, right? Mm. And what's the point? It's just, the point is to multiply, right? It's just this thing that is just meant to survive. And you see like, you know, that, that little clip of that, what we call the, uh, people call the hallucigenia that, you know, that big centipede spine looking thing that Ymir touched. And we see that. And then, you know, towards the end of the, of the, uh, special, we see it again. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's like, it really does look like an kind of like a, Something you'd see almost under a microscope, like desperately sure. looking for life, you know, like clinging to something. It looks like a parasite. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. Uh, I just thought, like, on after you know, after Zeke kind of talking about, like, it's the the point is simply to multiply, right? And and he has this yeah. line about like, yeah, but is it what's would it be so bad to lose? Like the whole point of being born is that mean you eventually die. But mm. that's so great because later Armin pulls up the leaf. And they have that beautiful conversation of like it's these ins- these seemingly insignificant moments that maybe make life important. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think Armin had a great line. There's so many great lines in this, and he says something like, "I felt like maybe I was born just to run up that hill with Aaron and Mikasa." Mm-hmm. And also, y- yo, there's so many details about about this shit. Like, of course, he goes, Aaron. Of course, starts the race. The second he suggests it, so he gets a head start. So, yeah. and then Armin obviously loses, and Mikasa intentionally lagging behind. Right? Mm. It's like even as children, it's like those dynamics are all absolutely there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, God. really good. Um, yeah, there's so, like so. Um, I guess like my second part of that is when they kind of come free of the paths and all the <sighs> various Titan shifters from history kind of come out of the woodwork to kind of you know come to the defense and work with the heroes and it was uh, a lot of fun it was like kind of like like half gaggy you know like silly tight mm-hmm. shifters and then like more serious cool ones and you know the various armors and uh, the carts and, and whatnot. yeah it was, it was just a fun kind of like uh easter egg yeah scene. I, I was curious about your thoughts on that because i have to be honest in the moment i had that under nitpicks i was like this is making it a little cartoony that there's so many. But then later I was like, you know, later on, also via the paths, mm-hmm. the previ- the current kind of dead generation of Titan shifters 
they come back to help right and they get they yeah. kind of regain their regain their fair their free will mm-hmm. to help um the scouts and everybody fight Aaron. and you're like okay well they have set a lot of precedent here like they have made it very clear that everyone every eldian is connected through the paths and they're in a place where time and space and death doesn't really exist so like it kind of works it's just like yeah to your point in the moment i was like ah it's kind of goofy like mm-hmm. the um here's a good example which i don't know if it's a nitpick or a complaint or a just a need to, like the okapi thing <laughs> oh yeah i was like what the heck? what are we doing here but it's also yeah. one of the few funny moments of the special yeah i there's a couple other i think that the okapi one and then obviously like the reveal of like how some of the titans looked um i think the scene between armin and aaron um you know, like the big reveal moment of yeah like, you know like the you know the i'm an idiot moment there's a lot of like in there that probably <clears throat> excuse me one of my biggest nitpicks in the episode is uh their dialogue in that scene like yeah. i know it's like such a huge reveal but it felt very um stunted and like not it just didn't flow back and forth between the two of them like and, and yeah you know I, not even like the transition from like age and zone and the kind of areas where they were just like the whole the whole back and forth the two is just kind of uh like I said, stunted, but, and that's interesting too. Like, that's like a lot of like the, the manga fans, like, oh, that's like one of the most important scene because a lot yeah. more was added in this yeah. scene with the anime to make all of it make, make a little more sense. And I think that's just kind of a shame because it didn't flow all that nicely. So I can only imagine what it's like in the manga, but uh, yeah, the manga, I know a bit about that. I'm wondering, should we break all that down now? That is kind of like the fucking heart of the special. Yes. Um, yeah, that's where, that's where everyone's kind of, you know, like, the shit it's the true shift in the story yeah. and like everything kind of it's like the aha moment you know yeah so he technically so we tech we see there's two incre- incredibly important scenes right there there's uh aaron with mikasa in the paths mm. in this yep. uh, at the cabin and then there's him and armin kind of you know from looking like children and walking like all over the earth where aaron explains it's kind like of, a christmas carol yeah explaining (laughs) what's going to happen so he goes we see him go with these two characters i i think mikasa's shown first yes right uh oh no she is i know because i know what happens so okay maybe want to break that down first because these are the two big big ones right so um well i'll set it up and, and i'll throw it to you so we see them i think um it's such a heartbreaking line the voice actor for mikasa by the way just overdrive and aaron to everybody man but Mm -hmm. mikasa fuck she killed me this one um this is in the final battle and there's some really beautiful dialogue um throughout and she keeps having these headaches and they're getting worse as the final battle is like reaching its climax and she has this line of i i want to go back i want to i want to go back to our home and that's when we shift to the scene in the paths and it's aaron short hair kind of very handsome and her isolated at a log cabin um one thing that i'll note uh that i noticed later because that you know there's a lot to digest here but i think maybe just a fun couple of details is and this has never been the case for their relationship is that aaron is kind of the alpha in this in this scene together if you think about it mikasa is kind of sitting 
you know, comfy on the chair. Aaron's chopping firewood. He's talking about, I just caught some huge fish. No worries. Everything's good. He looks a little buffer than usual. Sure. Yeah. Like, you know, Aaron, I think, and I have a lot of thoughts that I feel good about on this, um, but I'm not going to take all the airtime, I promise. But I think he set this up. Like, he showed her this, right? And I think that, like, part of this version for him was that, like, he was kind of the guy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, he, he was kind of the best version of himself, maybe. Um, but then also, you know, it was kind of maybe I think what he thinks may have happened. Um, but anyway, so how did you feel about that whole scene? How did you interpret it? Um, what are your thoughts? And then we'll get into the Armin stuff. Okay. So is that scene not have actually happened? Like, you know, he just, you know, as, you know, cause there's, there are a few interpretations to be fair. There, and I, I don't want to yeah. sh- shut you down or anyone down. But I have, no, 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 I have my interpretation, and then, you know, who knows what the reality is. Because I think the big thing, right, is we get... Uh, I think we kind of got a sidestep for just a moment. It's like the reveal is, you know, the founding stuff happened, you know, uh, Zeke and Aaron came together, Ymir, that whole thing. We found out Aaron's been, like, hopping around time, you know, yeah. playing, like, you know, pushing people on. Like, you know, I think the biggest thing, too, is, like, with the realization that he was the one who was, like gave uh erwin the zealotry or you know like just like the push like the, the go 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 because he saw the result of what it is and whatnot but is this scene with mikasa not a moment that he took like a side like he did with armin you know like where they have that moment where they kind of meet up like you know i'll see it like the line is mm-hmm. you know um and you know i'll see you in hell you know yeah. this is the moment before or whatever so is was this not aaron's way in my opinion is this not aaron's way of like being able to be with mikasa outside and so she gets all these memories after like i think this actually happened and she just gets these memories along with armin when everything ends i see what you mean yeah well i don't know um so maybe my interpretation is that because he has a like it's tricky because they did a good job threading the needle on how much they showed of us aaron in the past right Like, we don't see everything that he saw. We see what he's choosing to show the audience and what he's choosing to show Armin and Mikasa. And we know that, like, you know, everybody else kind of gets their memories back, too, as well. My thought, because there's a really, really key piece of dialogue, I think, that in his conversation with Armin, and Armin has says, like, wait, but didn't, like, but didn't you kill them all? Why are you sorry? Can't you stop it? Mm. can't you not do this and he says i tried so many times Mm. and it all leads back to this and so my thought is this is either one of his attempts to get away from this kind of ultimate the to get away from genocide or and and it's like maybe like you know an alternate timeline or my the way i'm interpreting it is this is like maybe one of his attempts but he's showing Mikasa and maybe this was like a, a real attempt in the past that because there's a and it's a quick flash and it, you'll miss it if you don't watch carefully Falco flying over the battle scene uh no or over the over the yeah that too the cabin that too that makes it seem like it's just her in the moment being shown something yeah but yeah exactly but that's not what I was going to mention is he okay. says when you told me how you felt like this is like and it flashes to her confessing her love to him on a mm-hmm. hilltop when you know when he asked her who am i to you yes and she didn't tell him the truth and she just said your family mm. 
my interpretation is that he's showing her, if you said this, then I would have left everyone for you. And we would have come here and this would have been our lives. And that's great, but we would not have avoided genocide. Like, think about it, right? It's like, Aaron played it out. If they left, what happens? He dies in four years, but Marley will will crush Eldia, Mm. right? Like, they're still fucked. If his goal is to save his friends, then him running away with Mikasa makes that moot. Like, he, mm. if he runs away with her and has that love for four years, everyone else dies. Sure. So I don't know if that actually happened and he's just revealing it to her later. But I do think it's noteworthy that, like, he's never been that guy. We know she didn't confess her love to him. Mm. Unless he, like, altered her memories, which I guess, you know, he is fucking with memories in general, so that's also a possibility. That is, like, the real, like, the chicanery of it all. Like, the, un, the you know, that's the thing, too. Like, when we got the reveal of Aaron having this power, they <sighs> introduced the unreliable narrator yeah. to everything, right? Like, we don't know what is and what isn't. Um, and he doesn't you know, but, know like, how it but ends But we do, either, but we don't. You know, yeah. it's, it's, yeah, it, he's, he, it's interesting because he is as confused and in the quagmire as we are as viewers it's, yeah. it's a really it's a really cool detail and it's you know it's kind of like when you know anytime you open like the time travel box there like just you know the you know convolution or like it just you know it sometimes doesn't always work but i think they really landed that like it's it seems Agreed. pretty cohesive in the moment like again but it leaves a lot of interpretation and i i agree but, because uh, yeah sorry okay what were you gonna say no, 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 I'm just, I, I, I see that, but I also, like, I'm, I'm still just caught on the fact that, like, Aaron is, like, literally behind everyone in the world. Like, everyone a part of the past, Aaron played a part in everyone's lives, whether they realized it or not, you know, and pushed them in one way. Just to all get to this point, you know, it's, I feel like they could have ruined the episode by, sh- if they had showed a lot of that, you know, like, all these people in these moments, but, like, it's just left of, like, oh, shit, like, it was him, you know, the reason Erwin was the way he was. Yeah. Know, and they really hit him with Sasha too. Like, Let, Sasha, let's touch on that yeah. though, real quick. Cause I don't remember yeah. anything about Erwin. So, so where are you getting that? Well, there's a line there's like, cause Armin alludes to like, you know, like, or sorry, Aaron tells Armin that like, you know, he, out of all the possibilities, you know, and, and whatnot. And he essentially helped like these moments get there. And there's a line where Levi kind of has like, when it's all kind of explained to everyone or whatever, Levi has a moment of like, oh, Erwin, that's why you were the way you were. Because, like, Aaron was behind. You uh... push us to this point. So that's why I'm thinking, like, all this stuff that we're seeing is Aaron having these moments. And then it's all revealed to everybody at the end. It's when it's when Levi's sitting down and, like, all of Levi's like squad ghosts. and Erwin, yeah. the ghosts. And, like, it kind of clicks for Levi. Of like, oh, like, that's I know, see. why. You know, that's, like, there's... <clears throat> Because when you think about it, Aaron's well, probably behind, you know, like, the, you know, the whole heart thing, you know, like, give your heart. Aaron's probably the one who pushed that forward to get everyone to this fucking point. It's crazy. Like, it's, yeah. if you really kind of break it down, you could probably take a lot of it apart. But I don't know. In in my head canon of it all, it's. Uh, he Yeah, he gave yeah. Erwin the push in your head canon. Everyone. Everyone, yeah. right? Like, it's not, not just Erwin, but like, he was like the most notable one. Like, why was he so you know, forceful, like, take humanity, find the, you know, the secrets and all that. He had, but he had none of the answers, but he had all the drive to get them, right? It's uh, Right. I also think, so, okay, so let's, so that's the Mikasa part. Let's get to the Armin part. Mm. Um, I, I liked all this. So I'm curious, you mentioned, um, like, you didn't love the dialogue. There's certain parts of the yeah. dialogue I didn't love. Are you talking about 
their entire journey through like the Christmas Carol pass or you mean like that's like a specific the final scene? like the final when they're sitting there in like kind of like the blood sea or whatever in, yeah. in the water it was kind of like yeah is it like the the thing that everyone's memeing about like the incel Aaron thing where he's super vulnerable and like I want Mikasa to pine after me for like 10 years well yeah it was a little like a little cringy and it felt yeah I think, but I, I understand what, you know, originally Asayama was trying to say and, like, what, you know, Mappa was trying to, you know, rel- or kind of, you know, propose to us in the anime is, like, he, he had no control, right? Like, he was, yes. he's as lost as he ever has been. Like, he's never really learned. Like, he has no, there's no, like, living for him. It was all just, like, the machinations and, like, layer upon layer. Like, there's no way for him to be him. So, like, to have, like, this genuine one of the slice of slice moments in his life where he can try and be himself. Like he's just so out of his depth and like, doesn't, yeah. you know, can't do anything. I understand. And it makes sense. It, it doesn't make it any less cringy. Like what he says and all sure. that, but like I 100% feel the meaning that was being conveyed, you know? So it's like, I can, I can forgive that and it doesn't bother me because you know, everything else around it is you know, pretty amazing. But uh, yeah, I want to touch just, on that. Yeah. I think you're totally right. I, I, we literally interpreted that the exact same way. I think like eh, there's a, I mean, shocker, the internet misses the point. Right. But it's like, <laughs> yeah. but I, you know, think about kind of the version of, of himself that he showed Mikasa. If, if you buy what I'm saying about the paths yeah. and, and all mm-hmm. that, but think about that. And then the version he chooses to show to Armin, right? Like this, very honest and in this moment incredibly vulnerable young man who's kind of just heartbroken you know and i think while the dialogue was a little clumsy in this moment for sure um mm-hmm. like it was their attempt to showcase his vulnerability this guy is absolutely not a messiah you know what i mean no. like you just like yes he's behind perhaps everything but he's in he's not in control you know what i mean he is as much being pulled by the cart as everyone else yeah and you know that the conversation of free will comes along and it's like there is this part of him that is like just fuck like i just love this girl and the idea of thinking of her as someone else like that's shitty you know what i mean Mm. and i don't i don't want to think about that and it's like can we just be kids for a second and i i do think that the transition here saves it a little bit. I don't know if you agree, but they, they do go from, you know, these cringy facial expressions and, uh, you know, I wanted to pine after me for 10 years and all that. But then they, they shift the camera and now they're in a pool of blood. Mm. And and then there's the real the reveal of I trample 80% of humanity. And then it's like back into serious stuff. Yeah. yeah. I thought that mostly worked for me. I was like, okay, now we're grounded again. Mm-hmm. We're not dicking around anymore. And now it's like time for like, you know, this, the final conversation between the two of them. So I, I thought they saved it mostly. Mm-hmm. I do. It was also nice too, because you and I had a theory back in uh, part one. Yeah. It would have been part one or part two. When season they're back four, in, part one. Yeah. Season four, part one. Whenever they're back on uh parody Island and there's that scene in the restaurant, you know, Aaron kind of shows up. It's kind of like, Oh shit. Like Aaron's here with, you know, flock oh, yeah, and yeah, the yeah. And, you know, there's that throwdown between Armin and Aaron. And Armin's just like, did he have to knee me so hard? And to hear Aaron say it was like, I was trying, like, because you and I had the theory of, like, he is trying to distance himself. And I think looking back, that is the biggest moment of, you know, Aaron was putting himself on to be a certain way. 
but behind the whole scene like he was still kind of him but he had no option like he saw what he saw and it was the path he had to take to get to the moment where he wanted to and to, you know to Aaron be like yeah like I, I didn't want to do that like yeah but I had to you know so it's 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 really interesting to look back and see Aaron like he just knowing that he was kind of just like a, a bit of a soulless puppet in season you know end of season three and, and season four to know that like who we're seeing on screen isn't Aaron. That's just the words being put into his mouth is it's strictly just to get to point Z, right? It's it's so tragic. It is, you it know, is sincerely tragic. Um he dies the second him and his story. Like in my opinion, yeah. Aaron dies the second him and his story made contact yeah. in season three. And yeah, me too. everything after that's not him. And it's but the the I think the sadder part of that, or maybe the sadder way of looking at it. Is that he's still there, but he can't help it, you know? Yeah. yeah. And that's maybe the, the shittiest part. That's, like, the really bummer part. Um, yeah. Um, so so that happens, and then... Uh, are you interested in uh, the dialogue change? Because I, I am aware of most of it. I've been busy reading. Uh, no, I haven't looked into any of that. No, but I mean, do you want me to tell you? Sure, yeah. You know, so, okay, so it's... And I'm not going to do it fucking line by line, right? But... <laughs> The the main change, I think a lot of this, like, I trample 80% of humanity, it's predetermined. I think that, I think it was all in the manga, or maybe okay. not. But I think the main change was Armin in the manga. And, and there's even controversy about this, because of course there is, right? About the translation. <laughs> and the, the English manga says, Armin has this line basically saying, thank you. <laughs> and I'm serious. Thank you for becoming a mass murderer. Even though, like, I disagree, we won't let it go to waste. So oh. It's a tough line. And sure. there's argument about, is it translated properly? Who knows? And what it sounds like they added and fixed about it was Armin wanted to be culpable alongside Aaron. He's like, I put those mm. ideas in your head, and I'm nowhere near innocent. And he's not, right? No. He might be the most wholesome person on the show. But he's also not innocent at this point either, right? His hands are very bloody. And, you know, that he pulls the fucking seashell out of the uh, the bloodied ocean. I appreciate that. But that, And then he says that whole, you know, I'll see you soon. And then I'll see you in hell. And we'll be there together. And and that is all net new to the mm. anime. Okay. It was not in the manga. Hmm. Um, so, interesting, I think. I think that... And then Isayama did this you know, interview with, with the New York Times saying, like, Armin wanted to be accountable. So he chose his words very carefully. And and I think that, you know, that is what it is. We can interpret it how we want. But it, I thought it was interesting and, and yeah. worth making note of. I think it's, I think it's a good change. I'm just yeah. caring what th- it was to what it is. Yeah, now. I mean, the manga community seems very happy about the change to the dialogue. Mm. So I will take it for what it is. God, um, yeah, I know. Um, There's literally like ten other moments we could just like talk about and break down. But uh, I know. Where, where do you want to go from here? Well, I don't know. I'm just trying to think. Well, in this moment, I'm like not saying I'm uh, unprepared, but uh, I feel like th- this episode, and maybe we can kind of get into like not nitpicky, but you know, like on on just the one thing that I think really sticks out is, and it goes back to just kind of the the mess that Mappa made of the release schedule. Um, it, this was too long. This should not have been 84 minutes because um, it was not edited to be like a like a movie. I found it, it, it very much felt episodic, 
And yeah. I really, really think they would have benefited from like breaking this down into like three episodes. Yeah. Um, and just giving us a lot of time. Just give us time, like a week apart, to really take in all these moments. Because like, I'm going to have to watch this like two more times. <laughs> because, you know, like I said, I'm not you know, unprepared, but it's like, there's just, it's so dense. There's so much, there's so yeah. many little things, you know, it's hard to like sit down and do this in an hour or, you know, hour and change and like kind of break this down. But, uh, what, um, what's your take on the ending? Well, um, yeah, cause there's I, a lot of fervor around. So, that. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, I mean, this is kind of like part of what we're just talking about and also part of the ending. So I think there's yeah. one or two more incredibly juicy, meaty things we have to talk about and it's, it's Ymir. Oh Yeah. The me the Ymir connection. Oh, okay. Love. So, <laughs> so I well well love, but also yeah. the Mikasa Ymir connection and the Ymir Aaron connection. It's muddy, right? Like we just talked it's about. It's a little muddy, yeah. Like and it and it's complex, and I don't. I, I think I have a good handle on a lot of this stuff, but I don't know if anyone's gonna have a perfect handle on on the Ymir stuff specifically. Mm. Um, but let's let's maybe start with. You know, the reveal, like, in the paths to Armin is when Aaron says, you know, whatever Ymir was, you know, because Zeke kind of teased it up first. He says, Aaron was able to figure out what was pushing Ymir forward. I don't know what it is. And then Aaron reveals to um, Armin that it was love, right? Mm. And we'll come back to that in a second. But he also says... But whatever future we are hurtling towards, and Aaron, I want to make note here, doesn't seem to know. But he says, the person who changed everything that set us on this path is Mikasa. And then it's like, wait, what? There's like this, Armin has like this wait what moment. Aaron says like, oh, so you weren't listening. (laughs) So I think that Aaron has been moving forward, you know, quote, moving forward on the path that ymir has kind of envisioned right and she has the same strength slash problem that aaron has and that time is simultaneous to her sure and i think that the net net or the bottom line of the brass tacks or pick a corporate nomenclature um is that she knew she would be set free and i i, I am reaching here but the st- stick with me I think she knew that she would be set free when Mikasa killed Eren because her fatal flaw was that she could not let love, she could not let go of her like fatal flaw or her love for King Fritz, right? Mm-hmm. She, her lo- One thing that is for sure, because they say it, is that her love bound her to him. And that's why she was stuck. She couldn't let go of it. And I'm guessing here that, or at least my interpretation is that Seeing Mikasa kill the man she loved and, like, also not forsake that love was the answer. And in so, like, in seeing her do that, she was like, oh, like, I can let go. She, like, Mikasa brings an end to this whole weird founding thing, this relationship that Ymir and Aaron now have that kind of have them joined at the hip because Aaron has the power of the founder. He's om- omniscient the way she is. And I think like there's like a parallel there, right? Between mm-hmm. this complicated, fucked up, toxic love that Mikasa has for Aaron and whatever the fuck you want to say Ymir had for King Fritz. We're going to have to get to that in a second. Mm-hmm. But 
you know what I mean? Like, do, do you get where I'm coming from? 100%. That's how I, I, I understood it. The whole love thing, you know? Like, it's funny. You know, another Mappa show. Like, you know, this is like Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. Like, you know, love is as much of a curse as anything mm-hmm. else, right? So, I think that was like a good jump. In the moment, I was like, oh, I think that's what they're kind of going for. Same kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and, I, I don't know. I just kind of rolled with it. Like, because, you know, the... You know, I think it was the point of, like, Mikasa being able to let go. Yeah. Like you said, let go, but still care for, you know, care for Aaron, love Aaron, whatnot. Um, like I said, it, it's it's one of those things where what could they have really done to explain it better? I don't think there's much to do. But at the same time, it's like, no, you just kind of, like, kind of got to take it at face value. But, like, that's really all there is to do. Yeah. Um, like, in what way could they have, like, cleared that up? Yeah, and I also, I think it's telling that Ymir probably knew what was going to happen, but kept Mm. that from Aaron. Like, I don't, like, I think Aaron knew that the goal would be achieved by Mikasa and that he would probably die in the process. Mm. But I don't know if he knew she would take his head off personally, Mm. because he kept, he was very clear to Armin about, I don't. I don't know what Mikasa does. Mm. And I think it's I think it's ending his life and then thereby kind of ending this weird cycle for Ymir. Well, he wouldn't know because isn't that the whole big thing? The Ackermans aren't affected by the founding. So, like, there's no insight or... Maybe that too. Yeah, good point. You know, couldn't see what their actions are. Yeah, and, But Ymir, I think, knew. Sure. I, I don't know how or why. That part's still muddy and maybe maybe it's mm. supposed to be. I don't know. Um, I also think, you know, just while we're here with, with the love thing, before we talk about Ymir loving Fritz, I also think it's noteworthy, um, that, you know, Aaron says more than once, I actually have a cool detail about this. Um, he says in the past to Mikasa, forget about me, throw this scarf away after I'm dead. Mm. You know what I mean? And like, again, noteworthy that he cried about that to Armin. You know, he was like, what? No, I want her to for live at least 10 years. Remember me. Mm-hmm. But when he was with her, he was like, no, like you need to move on, you know? Yeah. Um, and when Mikasa comes out of her vision, the last line Aaron says to her is please forget about me or forget about me. And the first thing she says when she kind of comes to is I can't. Mm. Right. And he says, throw away the scarf, forget about me. And she says, I can't. And she, what does she do? She ties the scarf around her face. Yeah tighter yeah. tighter right and and i don't know if he told her in the past but she knew exactly where his titan was located after that or where he was located like she's like, he's he's obviously in the mouth right and it was like I, I almost wonder if he told her in some roundabout way so she knew exactly where to end it you know what i mean hmm. I, I don't know i just but like no one knew where he was he's you know you would expect him to be in the nape he's a colossal titan now Mm-hmm. but she knows no 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 shortcut go to the mouth right away mm. and he's just sitting there sitting pretty waiting um is there anything oh yeah the scarf have you ever this is gonna you know as i'm thinking about it now it seems kind of obvious but the whole you know what separates like you know what what does the scarf separate you know between mm. like your shoulders and your head is like the neck right so like the whole concept of like her always taking the scarf from him and always having that wrapped around her neck you know 
it, it, you know, maybe it's just a way of like, it was always going to be her to take his head kind of thing. Interesting. But, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. But I don't you, know why that just popped in my head. I would not put it past. There's so many details like this, dude. Like you want another yeah. one? Hit me. Season four, part two, that fucking Louise girl that Mikasa saves as a child steals the scarf. Because oh, yeah. Aaron told her to. Uh, to try and get her to let fucking go. Damn, man. And she doesn't. And I think that's like, like I don't want to get all wishy-washy or mushy here, but I think that like the fact that Mikasa was able to end him and still love him, I think, I don't know if that answers anything, but she's buried in it later. Mm. And that part got me at the end. Yeah, that was... Right? She's stinky, still wearing stinky. the scarf. She might remarry. She might not. But she was fucking buried in it, dude. <laughs> Damn right. She loved you know, it, dude. Yeah. She, was, she, didn't, she wasn't like, oh, well, that's that. No. Yoink. No. For it. <sighs> the face of the world together. Doesn't matter who lived it. Yeah. Or the two of them. But they did yeah. that together. So. Um, okay, I think we have to talk about Ymir loving King Fritz. Yeah, a little bit of Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> that was my first inkling too. Like, what do you? Yeah. It, I'm so. Okay, tell me if we agree on this. Okay. Because it seems the, the the fan base is divided on this, right? Stockholm syndrome is, I think, one of the very popular takes, and I don't think it's a bad take either. For the record, I I have it myself. Um, but in the moment, did it work for you, or did you go, eh? Um. I don't know. It's it's hard to say. Like it's not as a story beat. It is not something that kind of broke or like won me over either. Yeah. You know, like I don't think it broke the story, but I don't think it necessarily aids anymore. Like it just it all feels kind of if there's the one thing, it just felt like kind of like this is it. And it's like, oh, okay. You know, yeah. like just, it, it, we're moving the story forward. Three points. It's rock and not great, not terrible. Yeah. You know, but like, it's, I don't know. It's like, I see it. And like, not even, like, I think maybe Stockholm Syndrome is kind of like uh, underselling what's happening at play. Yeah. Um, But, you know, like, the, what did she have, right? Like, that was all, that was all in her world. Like, that was like her immediate surroundings. Like, that, you know, he had. You know, she was given children from him, even though, like, yeah. at that point, I guess she would have eaten them. No? Uh, no, they ate her, remember? Or they ate her, rather. So, I don't know. It's it's kind of hard to say, but, um, I don't know. Like, she was also a child, when you think about it. Yeah. Like, you know, there's not, I don't know, it's, no. uh, yeah. yeah, makes sense, but, like, you know, I'm not thinking about it too much. It's it's not, like, the crux of, that's the know, thing, the right? it's kind of everything. It, it is sold to be, like, a big reveal. That's, like, I think yeah. why some people are, you know, up in arms about Stuck it. on it, yeah. I think, um, you know, okay, maybe here's another question for you. Um, and this is maybe the bigger one, is do you think they could have done better with the time and the, and the dialogue that they had? Could they have painted it to be more, to make it click better, to be more sellable to the audience? 100%. I think if they were going to... This just goes back to where I think they should have spread this out a little more. For a reveal, anything with Ymir, I think they should have put as much attention to as they did in part two, where we had like that huge Ymir war bomb, right? Yeah, I, I where agree. we had we had almost like you know ten ten of the twenty four minutes was dedicated to Ymir 
opening the ep- you know it was opening the episode i'm pretty sure yeah, it was yeah, the beginning yeah, of the yeah. episode they should have done that and kind of wrapped her up a little more she she kind of felt like a background dressing this whole finale um yeah. like she was around like there references to her but like it was kind of like oh oh there she is and like we kind of moved on to the next thing um you can just, see yeah sorry you can see what he's trying to do right like you can yeah. see that he's trying to use Ymir as like this really sparse seasoning like mm-hmm. You know, she is this mysterious character. She is the root of it all, after all. So, mm-hmm. like, he, he want they, they want to use her lightly. But in this case, it's like, fuck, we could have done with a little bit more, you know? She should have been front and center yeah. for portions of this, for sure. But, uh, um, no, definitely seasoning, like you said. <laughs> yeah, it's. I think it's it's tricky because this is meant to be a big reveal, and it almost sounds like an 11th hour revelation. Like, an 11th hour, it's this surprise. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, So... I think it's tricky. Um, I will give my take on this, but I think the problem with most takes on Ymir loving Fritz is that it's going to feel like I'm stretching it because I am. You know what I mean? Like, you yep. have to really look closely to try and find this. <laughs> and that's the problem because the, the the show just doesn't give you a ton mm. uh, to work with. But my take is, you know, bits of Stockholm Syndrome for sure, mm. right? And I, I don't know exactly what he's trying to say about love, here because there is a message and you know mikasa loving aaron but being able to save him slash end him to bring all this to an end is also interesting i think maybe (laughs) i told you i'm reaching especially in the case of ymir i think he's trying to say that love is complex it's ugly at times irrational sometimes Mm -hmm. nonsensical it's it's complicated and it's it's often the root of conflict and the way out of conflict and in this case it love definitely did end some insane cycles that were kind of filled with hate right sure it ended you know we can talk about human nature and like what the show has to say about that in the post credits but it does end a 2000 year long cycle of titan mm. domination right she is able mm. to let go when aaron is able to let go right and both of those two people were in these really weird loving fucked up relationships you know what i mean and it's like mm-hmm. i you i guess you can make the you know the i think you can maybe make the case that because mikasa loved aaron so much she was able to set him free and in so doing set ymir free but you have to really want to see it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But that's my attempt. And I, it is a little clumsy, but it absolutely does not ruin the scene, uh, the scent or the ending for me. No. Um, no. I, I think it's like a, you know, a bit of a speed bump. You're like, oh, they maybe could have handled that better, but like, maybe let's see how it ages, you know, on rewatch and, and all that stuff. Another, pr- another problem with not, not the episode, but I think a casualty in, within the episode is it was it was so breakneck speed the entire 84 minutes and then they get to a moment like this and it, it is almost like kind of like a, a blink and you miss it moment yeah not enough time is put to it it's very like it's all said you have like a moment of breathing and then it's on to the next thing yeah. there was no like reflection of the moment as it was said right and i think i think there's a couple moments in this episode where you know, like, it was 84 minutes, like, could we not get, like, six more minutes, you know, like, just to pad some of these scenes, because um, it was just, like, it was, mm-hmm. just, and on to the next thing, you know, like, you know, we, we've taken more time to discuss, like, what was said in that short minute, 
then you know it could have reduced our conversation in half they had taken like an extra like you know 10 seconds or 30 seconds or whatever and just kind of you know breathe you know that's my big my biggest thing is like you know de-earn the moment and it just didn't feel earned it was just kind of like ah there you go on to the next set piece you know it's yeah. uh i think it's just you know it's just a casualty of like kind of the formatting and the scheduling and, and, and whatnot but uh yeah no yeah. I, I agree with your theory i, I, I like that I think I think that's well put by you. Like, the timing was just tricky. The pacing was tricky. We could have done with more, but like, I don't know. I'm not upset about it. Um, no, 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 no. Ah, oh, shit. There was one more thing. Um, okay. I'm thinking. Have we missed any? Oh, um, you know, there's one. You know, Ymir, by the way, never speaks a line. Right, the whole series. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron confirmed she had her tongue ripped out, but there is a scene. Um, where Mikasa confronts adult Ymir. Mm. Um, it's the first time we see her not in a flashback, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I don't have the dialogue in front of me, but she says, I think your love was like a long nightmare. Mm. And there's a flash, and it's again, it's a blink and you'll miss it thing, but you, I don't think this is in the paths. I, I don't know what they're trying to do here. I don't think it's a paths thing. I I don't know what it is, but there's a flash of... Do you remember how Ymir died? She took the spear for Fritz? Yes. Yeah. There's a image or a scene of... And it's just a black background, but it's Ymir hugging her three daughters. And King Fritz is the one who's dead on the throne with a, with a spear through him. Mm. And my take is like... Is that regret? Like, should she have not died for him? Like, did she maybe realize, like... I, I have I may have died for this man that I thought I loved and, and maybe I shouldn't have. I would have had my daughters. Or is it like, I don't know. But like they showed that frame, you know? Mm. And I don't know what they're trying to say. Or maybe she's finally free and she can be with them and that's what she how she's feeling. I don't know what they're trying to say there. But I thought it was noteworthy. Yeah, it could be, like I said, because the path kind of seemed to be... You know, cause, like, because we have these moments, you know, because both her and Aaron are, you know, they see the past and the present or past and the future all at the same time. Yeah. You know, it could be also just she is seeing the variations, you know, she can now yeah. picture, you know, because she let go. She can also picture what could have been, you know, and maybe that eases the situation. Um, I don't know. It's like I said, it's, you know, like the timey wimey stuff there is just kind of, you know. It's like a Pandora's box of like, what if, like, you know, like it's, you know, when it's great, it's great. But it's when you have like kind of, it's very much like unanswerable questions in like yeah. little stuff like that. It's, let's get a Siamaka straight up, you know, coming out and saying exactly what that meant. I don't, uh, I'm not yeah. 100% sure, but. He, he answered some direct questions in that New York Times mm. interview, but like, you know, not nitty gritty stuff like this. Sure. Um, yeah. Okay. Whew, God, man. Um, maybe, do you want a few, like, fun ones uh, before we, maybe we can uh, go into, um, you know, we talked about a cha- the manga change. Maybe we can end on, uh, you know, after this, we can briefly talk about kind of the internet internet's reaction. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you want, like, a couple cool little callbacks that I found? Let's do it. Um, okay, a couple are a reach here, but bear with me. Um, while holding back the... Um, hallucinogenia like this the the weird parasite thing the giant parasite thing um you know everybody's working to hold it back it's annie it's reiner um by the way maybe we i I, i'm just curious about this i i really do think it's so interesting that reiner survived (laughs) Um, yeah my boy i i i'm curious what you think about that we didn't talk about it because 
if there was a hero's death, it was holding that fucking thing down when the bomb went off. Yeah. Um, you know, he's never been more like steadfast and sure. And if there was a moment to go out like a hero, mm. I think that was it. And and he didn't. And and you know, not only that, he's not a Titan shifter anymore. So, like, what did you think of that? Well, finally some peace uh, for him. Mm-hmm. You know, he got his mother's love, which is, you know, I think uh, at the end of the day, that's what we all want. Yeah. But, uh, you know, like, it's funny because every time he was willing, um, you know, Reiner was an interesting kind of take on plot armor, right? Because, funny enough, <laughs> he was the armor titan. But, like, anytime he was so willing to die at so many points and, like, it just always, like, he just wouldn't die and he was, and he wanted to so bad. <laughs> and I, I thought it was such... I thought it was such a fun bait and switch that when he was like steadfast of like, you know, I want to live, I want, you know, I want to save everyone. Yeah. It's like the closest he comes to like going out, you know? And uh, so uh, having like, you know, like a final kind of like a, like a true, like kind of not comeuppance, but like, uh, like a self-redemption moment, you know, it it, it was just kind of nice. It was like, oh, like good for you, Ryan. Like you deserve it. Like, damn dude. Like (laughs) how many times you almost blown your fucking head off? (laughs) You know, <laughs> like it's, um, but uh, truly most a... underrated, one of the most un- underrated characters in the show. Like, all I would die on that hill. It's crazy how good a character he is, so well written. Truly a cursed character, <laughs> like oh, a cursed existence, rather. Yeah, um, the line he says when he's holding it down, I just thought this was great because there's a lot about you know this cruel world, there's a lot of stuff like that, right? Yeah, uh, dialogue wise. And Aaron says it, Bertholdt says it, a lot of these people say it. And uh, I thought this was a specific callback. I could be wrong. I could be reaching. But he's holding this thing down. And he says, when will our torment end? <laughs> like, this is, you know, moments before Mikasa ends it. And yeah. everyone's straining. And it's the final battle. And, you know, they're all kind of in pieces. Um, and uh, when will our torment end? I just thought that was like a really good line. Because mm-hmm. in his fight with Aaron in season four part, God knows what. He, uh, he he at one point is saying to himself but also to aaron though aaron can't hear him because they're in titan uh-huh. he said like like we've suffered enough yeah you've suffered enough let it end and mm. it's like it's still not over until i say it's over kind of thing. you know what i mean it's like it's about to be over finally but like reiner's still just out here fighting the good fight like for the love of god let it be over and it's <laughs> yeah i just felt for the dude in that moment yeah um fun detail on Aaron you know the reveal you mentioned earlier like you know erasing his friends memories yeah um you know just for the record in case you know everyone anyone was trying to call retcon on that there's um there's precedent right in season three Historia's relative forget that girl's name she had the founder the um the one Grisha eats oh yes yeah we see her throughout season three in flashbacks erasing Historia's memory with the power of the founder Yes. Um, yeah. Just to, you know, just to cement further, there is precedent for that. It's absolutely a thing he can do. Um, I don't know. I thought that was uh, that was noteworthy. Um, a really great line callback. Those who can't change anything or those who can't abandon anything can't yeah. change anything. Armin says this. Such a classic Armin line. Like, and he, he yeah. says this about Aaron at the end of season one. About at the end of season uh, one, and my God, did Aaron ever abandon some shit? You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, also in season one, uh, maybe even the same episode or the episode prior. Now that 
especially now that we know Aaron's, you know, the moment he got the founder, the way time existed in his head, um, you know, sending, you know, his mo- that Titan towards his mother, etc. Like, um, he, he says in season one, this is on our Instagram, I will destroy the entire world. Like, fucking yeah. verbatim. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, and it also makes me wonder, um, in season two, I wonder if this takes a double meaning or if, if I'm reaching. I, I have a feeling we're going to see a lot of these surface mm. now that yeah. the, the show's over. Season two, one of the best uh, seasons and one of the best um, scenes ever is when he fails to transform to kill the Smiling Titan and he watches it eat, eat his boy. Remember that guy's name? It was the military police Mark. who... was that? Uh, oh, I was going to say Marco, but it's not Marco. No, it's... um I can't remember the guy's name. But you know what I'm talking about, right? It's the yeah. guy who saved him as a boy. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, shit. Hempna. Ha. He. Uh, age. It's definitely something with age. Hemmel. Hemmel? How many Shemada? Smiling Titan kills S2. <laughs> Can I just say, for the record, Daylight Saving Times fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah dude it's <laughs> oh it's so late yeah um sorry uh are you, are you good we're almost done i swear yeah yeah, um, yeah but aaron says to himself nothing changed at all <laughs> you're still as useless as ever and it just made me wonder like was aaron trying to change things even back then or or is it like the surface level line that we think it is and it's just like he's just mad that he can't change anything in this moment he can't help his friend that's probably what it is but you know it's noteworthy i think aaron was had every you know every hand in the cookie jar like yeah. i don't think anyone's lives was not touched by him yeah um a couple more jean calling aaron a suicidal dumbass when he detonates the tnt word he's been calling aaron that for several seasons Ever. yeah um this even the line delivery is similar when mikasa tries to save aaron um in season one against the female titan she's screaming at annie cutting her to shreds saying give aaron back um even the line delivery is similar while she cuts up the okapi to save armin she says give armin back oh okay oh, I like that one of the last ones i think this is maybe the last one and i can't believe i missed it on my first viewing um and i think this is a deep one grant um do you remember in the ymir episode um she's blamed for uh you know they lost pigs and so they ripped out her tongue because she was a slave Mm -hmm. and the adults all blamed her and it was like jesus christ like this is cruel yeah um she let those fuckers go it was her she did it on purpose they show in the first couple minutes of the special a child ymir going into the pig pen looking at the mall and opening the door and i just in this special yeah really yeah she was i think she was just like Aaron. she was a rebellious little shit and i think she knew it would maybe be right because probably because the pigs would have been eaten and she lets them all go she was not needlessly blamed she was not... I mean, now, granted, I don't think she sure. had it coming to... I don't think the punishment fit the crime. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think they, they <laughs> may have overcorrected a slight bit, 
But she wasn't blamed for no reason by the all these grown people. She let them go. And it really makes me think of Kid Aaron. Wow. Solid. Hmm. Damn. What a thinker. What a thinker of a show. Yeah, dude. Um, All God, I think I, I think that's it. I mean, um, we could do a part two in like a couple months and be like, all right, yeah. we watch this three times. What did we miss? But uh, the another thing I thought was interesting, and it's, it's funny because we spent so much time away from them uh, or from the island, is just the Yakers took full control, became the government. Um, yeah, the ending. It's one of those things I I had assumed that the Jaegerists were all, it, it, you know, like in thinking like thinking back on it now, that was like a like a silly thought, but like no, I, the Jaegerists I had the just, same just didn't go chasing, but like obviously the people were left there, and like, the I, ideology kind of you know like came to you know fruit or turned into something else, but and they had um, military control when when the scouts left, the scouts were eradicated, right? Yes, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, did did you feel like we got kind of shirked on? the historia stuff like the the red herring that was her being pregnant yeah for sure i i also yeah. thought i'm curious if you thought about this fake out um when the bomb goes off when armin detonates we get a flash of historia giving birth yes and i, I was like do not tell me that killed Aaron, and now the founding titan goes to that baby i will lose my fucking shit i for a split second i thought that was gonna happen and then, and, and I was going to be like, oh, Christ, is it his kid? But no, it wasn't. It, I no. mean, who knows? I doubt it. But like. No, I don't think. I don't think. Because they, they show kind of like a faceless husband and, you know. Like they did last time. Yeah. yeah and. But yeah, at Red Herring, I think that was literally just meant to fuck with us. Yeah. Awesome. Well played to see him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he didn't do a lot of that. There weren't a lot of false trails. So I'll just give him no. a W, you know. Yeah. Um, when. It, when. When it when it comes off like that, and you can look back and you can laugh on it, it's like oh, like well played, like yeah. good placement on on uh, on your part. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's not like it was the frustrating of like, well, what was it? You know, it was just yeah. kind of like oh, it's yeah, you played me like it was intentional. But, uh, yeah, um, you know, okay, so the ending, ending, the world ending. Mm. We, we we need sure. to mention that. So, yeah. you know, Aaron kind of finds a middle ground. Um, I mean. It's still genocide. I think it's technically omnicide. Um, oh. Because he, he eradicates more than one people, right? He eradicates oh, okay. several uh, oh, I see ethnicities, 80% yeah. of humanity. He does kind of thread the needle and find... <laughs> hear me out. Uh, you know, as, as omnicides go, um, <laughs> he, does, he does accomplish what he set out to do, right? Yeah. He ensures that his friends live long and happy lives, and they do. He ensures there is not a one-sided war of reprisal in response to the rumbling, because what's mm. left of civilization is about the same level of technology that Parody now has. Mm-hmm. Call that what you will, but he he ensured their safety. I don't know, you know, mission accomplished, I guess. Um, but I think they also show that, like, and and I, I appreciated this. Um, they also show that, like, to your point, the military police seize control. They continue to spout his kind of misguided ideals. Yeah, rhetoric. <laughs> his rhetoric. Um, they're kind of a Jaegerist nation, go figure, kind of puppeting, or not puppeting, parroting all the shit that he would say. Um, mm-hmm. And conflict doesn't, like, magically cease either, right? Mm. 
immediately after his death, Mikasa has the great point of like, I mean, I gotta hide his fucking head somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. he won't be allowed a burial. Um, also, sidebar before we keep going, what'd you think of the headless kiss? Yeah, like, you know, get your man. You know? fair, fair enough, right? <laughs> pa- power at the very least, powerful imagery. Yeah. Um, yeah. Spoil on a shirt. What? You see that? That was on like one of the Uniqlo shirts. The headless kiss was on the kit, on the shirt. I'm pretty sure that's what Leanna was telling me. Oh, unless I, I misunderstood what she said, but uh, I I'm pretty sure. I think okay, so I think you I think you missed it. I don't think that was on the shirt. I think okay. she saw. It's the fucking. It's the same actually. It's the manga panel I saw that spoiled it. It's Mikasa's face as she goes in for the kill. Oh, that's what it is. Okay, same scene. But scene. it's the same scene. Yeah, same but scene. But it's like gotcha. I wonder what she's about to do. Like it, the animation the drawing of her is so good and they animated it so well the emotion on her face it's like she's got to be doing one thing here dude yeah she's killing somebody she loves and it's like i wonder who you know yeah Um, i wonder (laughs) yeah Yeah. so (laughs) oh yeah no the kiss i thought i don't know it was like it was you know morbid but it was sweet you know like she you know she couldn't admit it to him in person like you know whether it was admitted to each other in the past or whatnot but you know she loved him and I don't know. It was it's fucked up, but it was yeah. beautiful at the same time. I again, I, I got emotional at that scene too. I just I felt so sorry for everybody in that scene. <sighs> me too. I think you know what really got me, my guy, it was like the the Aaron death and then everything in the past and the line reading Aaron's voice actor gave when he he, he is kind of losing control to Armin. Hmm. So when he says my head is so messed up and he gives the reveal that he is the one who sent the Titan toward his mother. Hmm. like the the voice actors on her he's on at verge of tears there and i was like oh Oh. my god there was a moment too in the past where it it was kind of like when they're explaining that the um zeke and armin had freed all the previous titan uh shifters and there's kind of like a scene of like a like not like semi-apologies going to people Mm -hmm. but there's a shot of zeke and grisha and grisha is giving like a very solemn like just you know it was yeah. like finally like I can spend a moment with you, yeah. With with, with Zeke and I was like, damn man, I mean, like you know that that, that kind of got me too. We also it was like you know very quick, but we also didn't mention Zeke Zeke's death. Yeah, over and out. <laughs> I mean, great death. Also, just while we're here, I mean, you have to we have to mention Levi. You know, I think he got his closure, and I think yeah. that it's unfortunately fitting that like he was this war machine that now has to you know be is probably in a wheelchair and i think they show him in a wheelchair in the i the, think he like, yeah fucked up his leg in that last sequence too you kind of yeah, see he gets bitten by a titan oh is that what it is yeah Ouch. yeah yeah um yeah and you know he lost an eye fingers he's pretty beat up but but <laughs> he accomplished what he wanted to yeah, he got his man. <laughs> he got his man. Um, yeah. You know, we talk about conflict not ending. Like, again, it doesn't magically solve everything. But mm. there is one last tip of the cap, and this, I think, is the last cool detail I've got. Um, if you think about it, and I, I, think, I think I'm right here, um, r- following Aaron's death, there is this weird face-off, right, with the remaining Eldians who no longer have Titan powers and the armed mm. Marleans. Yeah. Oh, that was scary. <laughs> and it's like, oh, for the love of God, like, you know, because we had like a false gunshot at one moment and, it, yeah. you know, they kind of came together and it was like, please, like, not now. Mm. Um, and again, there's a huge amount of commentary in the post credits, which we, we will get to in 10 seconds about like just like the inevitability of conflict. 
But I think Armin taking credit for Aaron's death mm. makes him a modern day Helos in a way. Do you remember the? Well, they they make a reference when um... in the paths. In the past, him and Aaron are talking, and he straight up says, like, yeah, like, you know, I got the idea from Willie Tiber, you mm-hmm. know? Like, you just, you know, that's kind of... It was interesting to hear that out loud, because, like, when you think about it, if Aaron... And that's where, like, you know, the you know the time travel stuff kind of, you know, kind of flips on itself and, and, and works in weird ways, but, you know, would he... You know, because obviously that happened before he saw the founding and before he went back. Is like, which one led to each other, right? Yeah. Like, did, you know, did he also replicate the Willie, or the the Hilo situation way back when to get that to be a thing that he sees in the present and then, you know, kind of gets that play? It, it's kind of like it's Ouroboros, right? It's like over and over yeah. eating itself. I, I think Aaron's yeah. loop is only his birth or, or only, yeah, I think it's only his birth. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, but yeah, that, I guess. But I that's guess that makes me. Sense. But yeah. I think I, Ymir, I don't know how many strings she's pulling, if any, but I think I think she saw Aaron as the vessel to get mm. to Mikasa's goal. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, but but again, we can't go down this road. We'll be here all night. Yeah, all night. But I think <laughs> I think so, anyway. I, I, yeah. Again, I, we need more. Um, okay, so the ending, yeah. Um, they are all modern-day heroes. Mm-hmm. Uh, mission accomplished for Aaron. And then let's end on the credits. What'd you think of that credit sequence? Oh, incredibly fitting. <laughs> like, yeah. It's so funny because this is where... I think this is like the biggest point of contention online right now. And it's it's so glaringly... It, it's crazy to me that people just aren't... Like, did anyone else not watch like all four seasons of the show? Yeah. Like, and... like the number one slogan, I think... You know, you and I have said, and just about every other, you know, competent viewer and reader is like, you know, you know, violence, and that's violence, history will repeat itself, you know, like it's because there's a line, you know, of like, um, you know, uh, there's a line in the show, they reference it again in this season of there's going to continue to be violence until there's only one person left. Yeah. Is that a line or Zeke says that? Something along those lines. Yeah. Um, you know, and like we get that tease of like, you know, someone finding the tree and whatnot, you know, where Aaron's buried and like, oh, it's, it's going to happen again, which I don't think it necessarily does. Me either. Um, um, because Aaron's not the the parasite, right? And, like, and there's been some separation. And but. it's gone. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. But the, I do, it is interesting to hear like how many civilizations have lived on this planet over like yeah. every other two, 3000 years, I get wiped out and, you know, fresh slate and yeah. over and over. It, like it's, you know, it's a fun thought experiment. It's interesting, but like, again, I don't think that's what it is because, you know, Aaron is just there and you know, his, you know, however thousand year old yeah. body is there. Yeah. Not, you know, I think, uh... yeah, if you, if you're, all right, I don't want to insult the audience either, but, but think, it is crazy, like the what is going on online right now. Like it's, it's border, it's borderline comical. Like, if you okay, now maybe I will insult the audience. If you think <laughs> this post-credit scene is a way to tee up Attack on Titan two, you're dumb as shit. <laughs> <laughs> and while I'm at it, you little shits, if you think Aaron turned into a fucking dove <laughs> into into yeah, a bird, yeah. you're also dumb as shit <laughs> like mm. like they use birds as a symbol for freedom 
throughout yes. the entire show. They show empty bird cages while talking about freedom. They show bird cages. <laughs> they show birds in the sky while talking about freedom. It, it, it could not be more straightforward. Yeah. Like this is one of the few things I'm very confident isn't. It's not Aaron as a bird. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> And, and yeah, like the idea that like, no, they're not saying the whole thing's going to fucking happen over again. That like, to your point, the idea is that while humanity's around, we're going to do shit, but Aaron accomplishes mission. We saw confirmation Mikasa lived to be an old woman. We saw she was buried in the scarf. We saw her wrinkled old hands, probably buried next to him. You know what I mean? Like we saw we know we see we see time pass we see them all get older as we as they visit him he did the right thing and uh yeah like like when they're gone though and even independent of his friends that he saved humanity gonna humanity right and while we're out while while we're here we're waiting wars Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know crazy it's the you know i've been shaking my head all weekend um, yeah. Well, I, you know, I guess the past couple of days since I watched it. Yeah. I just the amount of people just saying like, "Well, what was the point?" It's like, "What do you mean? What was the point?" What do you like, mean? Exactly. Like, <laughs> it's crazy to me, Dave. It's I. If you it's, ask, it, what was it's the trolling. point? I borderline think it has to be trolling. Yeah. Because. But it's also like if you are if you're asking what was the point, spoiler alert, you missed it. Like yeah. flew right over it like that dove. Yeah, dude. Like holy, <laughs> fu- like like. Like I, don't know, like, I don't know, go watch the baseball scene with Zeke, I guess. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Um, and I'm also, and this isn't like, oh, we're big brained. It's like, just watch it. Yeah, it's, it's, stay it's off been the forums. The messaging. It's been the messaging from day one. Yeah. You know, like it's. And, uh, and yeah, like, yeah, stay, you know, don't let the internet and like people tell you what this is about either you know what i mean like grant and i are here these are our takes we're not perfectly in sync and our feelings on it may change but like yeah like the you know the manga readers poisoning the well on this like that (laughs) i don't think it worked out well for them i i hate to say it but it's like i saw a lot of really funny posts about like this is what y'all were upset about it's like it's uh and i'm sure the anime you know ending was better but yeah i don't want to talking circles is there anything weird, we left out my friend weird held to die on no i don't like so i'm sure there's tons we left out um yeah. but like i said it was it was so dense and so long and um i would really like to you know maybe in a year's time year and a half's time we come back we do revisit a series rewatching um you know get full notes and really jot down everything we see along the way and share notes i think that'd be fun yeah man down down the line me too um yeah i don't know how to cap it this has been um a journey like i i I sincere and it's so hard to feel this way i i know you're gonna know what i'm talking about Mm because you're on it with me when you watch the amount of stuff that we watch and don't get me wrong we watch stuff because we love it Mm -hmm. but it does at times get a little derivative it does at times get a little taxing and like sometimes it's like it can be tricky to know when you're watching something special because you're so in the moment and I'm, I sometimes feel like I'm watching things like trying to think about what I'll say on the podcast for them sure. and, and you can get a little outside of your body and you can enjoy things a little bit less. Mm. I, I, you know, sincerely, I know I just watched something special that will stick with me for an incredibly long time. This was okay. like one of the best things I have ever seen the experience of watching it all these years and especially with you breaking mm-hmm. it down week by week my guy like absolute blast. i wouldn't i would not trade it for for any other show 
I I had a fucking blast talking about this. I can't I can't I don't even know how many hours we've spent dissecting it. Um, ver- longer then, than each episode. Yeah, <laughs> and then all the hours, for... <laughs> and then the rewatch value, and and all this, yeah. and what it's taught me about storytelling, and and the exercise <sighs> that he's brought us along on. I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. I'm, I I couldn't be happier. I'm I'm some most tragic characters, you know, like like characters I'll never forget about storylines, you know, twists. Uh-huh. You know, it's there's very few shows where. It's not like you know you you seek out shows just to find a twist or whatever, but like when you you do find that show, and it continue like over and over and over continues to zig and zag in healthy and like realistic narrative, like in the setting of the world, like everything still feels on brand. It's so rare yeah. in a show, and this was like a true roller coaster. Like you know, yeah. it was you never knew it was coming. It was always a surprise. You never knew when the next bend was and. Uh, I think right up until the very end, they continued. Like, I think the mission statement stayed true, you know, right, yeah. right to the very end, so. Yeah. And now I think we're greenlit for the Attack on Titan tattoos. So now we get to... <laughs> now we got to think about that, <laughs> we dude. We were worried, eh? We needed to make sure the, the fucking... I'm not kidding. I would not have... I, absolutely not. If they... You know what I mean? Yeah. If they didn't stick this landing, no, you're out. I'm sorry. Um, but if, now we can do it, dude. Just a large Aaron Yeager, uh, I don't know... But giant jack back piece, just photorealistic portrait. Ooh. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> you get what we should do is each a back piece. Like I get one of us gets Aaron's head. Yeah. The other one gets Mikasa. Yeah, I'm taking a little break from tattoos, but there's a good chance there's an Aaron. Maybe like that child pick. I don't know. I don't yeah. know what it'll be, but there's a chance. There's something. Gotta get something. Yeah, God, commemorate the shows of the decade. Okay, I think that's it, my friend. Um, yes, sir. If we're good, I'm good. Um, shouts out to the uh, comic book shop, um, continuing to support us so we could talk about anime for 90 straight minutes. Um, shouts out to listen to the listeners if you've been listening since day one. I know there are a couple of you, yeah. um, which is crazy that, you know, from our first episode to here... Um, but what a journey we, we will be back probably, but you know, tune in next week to, to see. Um, but if not, it has been a journey. This is probably the end of the attack on Titan one, at least for now. So thank you so much for listening. Um, we will see you maybe in the future. Grant, go ahead. Say the thing. Thanks guys. Cheers.